from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. We will embrace debate about a top four at four. It is April 4th, 4 o'clock. So let's bring back top four, four. Top four, four. Fours. So, Brad, you're the guest. Brad Frisch, semi-retired pro golfer. What is your number four, four? The score I made on the 72nd hole in the first playoff hole of my um, sole victory on the Corn Ferry Tour were fours. And uh, it's very special to me. And it makes me want to come out of semi-retirement one day. (laughs) I think about it every night. That's the thing about golf, man. It always pulls you back in. Keeps you coming back. That's why Jillio can't quit it. What's your number four? My number four, four, uh, Jersey Pride theme today. Frankie Valley and the four seasons. Ah, very nice. Very nice. Dennis, what's your number four? I got to go Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Oh, interesting. Uh, Not on my list because Episode Four, it's not really a thing. It's just Star Wars. But you know what's on my number four? Hmm. Super Mario Brothers 4. Oh. A.K.A. Super Mario World. For the Nintendo, for the Super Nintendo. All right, Brad, was your number three, number four? This was given to me by Jillio. It's fairly easy. Big hockey fan, Bobby, yeah. Bobby Orr. Four. Yeah, best there defenseman ever. A lot of people claim he might be the best hockey player ever. Okay. If yeah. you want to argue with someone about Wayne Gretzky. Um, I mean, Mike Greenberg's going to come on here in about 15 minutes to argue about these very things. We'll ask him who is the best number four, right? All right, Joe, what's your uh, number three, four? Uh, the fourth president, James Madison. Oh. If I could have come up with We the People in order to perform a more perfect union, I wouldn't be sitting here on this radio Good show. Good point. Why? Good point. All right, Dennis, what's your number three, four? I got to go with the Fantastic Four. Do I do I owe you money? Not yet. Okay, not, not yet. yet. Not yet. Not yet. My number, Wait, hold on. What? <laughs> never mind, Dennis. Don't, don't number three, my number three, four is the iPhone 4S, which actually I would argue was the peak of iPhone design. Is that the unopened one that sold for like... No, that was the original iPhone. Okay. That sold for like thousands of dollars. But no, the iPhone 4S was... No, I think it was... There's an there's a newer model one that sold for like... Oh, really? $100,000 because it was sealed. Ah, okay, gotcha. Well, to me, the 4S is like peak industrial design of Apple, and it was like the last phones you could get in a, in a normal size that could fit in your pocket, not these ridiculous, gigantic phablets that we have these days. But the 4S was peak design, man. Camera, the bezel, all that. It still had a button on it. I missed the button. All right, Brad, what's your number two, four? Foursome. Get your head out of the gutter. Um, They always say, who would be in your ideal foursome? Mm -hmm. Play golf, your final round of your life, whatever. Uh, And it always ends the fourth is your dad. Of course. Yeah. Of course. All right, Joe, what's your number two, four? My number two, four. For all of my friends who are Carolina fans, just like Brad here, Darian Durant. Yes. I have a soft spot for Darian Durant. I'm not going to lie to you. I do, too. Good player. Great, great quarterback. And tearing it up in the CFL, too. And I had a, had a career in the CFL. He did. Was he not Was he not a uh, champion for the whichever Grey Alouettes? Cup? The Grey Cup? Uh, there, were, there were more than one Rough Riders. Yes. There's there only were. one Alouette. All right. Dennis, what's your number two, four? The best submission hold ever, the figure four leg lock. So close. That's it a good still one. Might though. be number one, though. That's, still, that's very good. That's very good. And my number, my number two four is the Sheridan Greensboro at Four Seasons. Mm. Oh, there you go. 
That is now they closed the bar down way too early. Way this year. too early. Way, way too, too early. early. But lot. I mean, it is not an ACC tournament. You never really did an ACC tournament unless you crashed at the Sheridan Greensboro at Four Seasons and enjoyed hospitality when they're giant ballrooms. All right, Brad, your number one four. Just a little side note to that Sheridan. That's the yeah. first. Uh, hotel I stayed at on the PGA Tour. I was not a member, but I Monday qualified in 2001 for the Greater Greensboro Chrysler Classic. And they, <laughs> GGO. That's it. There it is. GGCC. I'm sorry. GGCC. Yeah. It was, it was in its... Before. It was moving. <laughs> it was moving. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I stayed there. Uh, number, it's a great hotel. Isn't number it? one, who do you think? Quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott. Oh, wow. no. Yeah. <laughs> really? Well, Brad, get out of here. How did you become a Cowboys fan? Yeah. Uh, I'm not a Yankees fan, though. Oh, that, that would have been the trifecta. Oh, you're a Red Sox fan? The looks on these guys' faces. Right yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, that is the trifecta. You're a Cowboys fan, a Carolina fan, and a Yankees fan. It nope. would have been it would have been a perfect thing. Okay, fair enough. All right, what's your number two for? Or your number one for? My number one for is the ultimate pack pro celebrity pastor, former NC State walk-on, <laughs> Carl Lentz. If you're not familiar with Carl Lentz. He is not only the person who gave Justin Bieber the NC State shorts. Yeah. He is also the celebrity pastor who told Kyrie Irving, you need to leave Cleveland and LeBron James and get out of his shadow. So Carl Lentz, ultimate pack pro walk-on, wore the number four. Amazing. While he was on the bench for Herb Sendek and the Wolfpack. Love it. All right, Dennis, what's your number one four? The greatest faction of wrestling all time. The Four Horsemen. Ollie Anderson, Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, Ric Flair. Right. Give it to me. Yeah, and I got to give Joe some money. Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we we had some side action on a top four at four that there was going to be a Four Horsemen reference. Had okay. No, no, no. I had, I had two of his four. You had two of the four with, uh, with the Fantastic, uh, Fantastic four. four. Which was on my big board. That was on my big board. On my big board. Very proud of myself. But Thank did not you, make Dennis. the cut because my number one. Surprise wasn't on any of yours. Foreplay. It's the OG. Alongside Joe Giglio, I'm Joe Ovias. Dennis Cox is the producer of this program. Brad Frisch hanging out with us here on the OG. All right, before you uh, before you get out of here, I need my master's preview. Who you got? I think this is the year for Rory McIlroy. Okay. He's the face of the PGA Tour right now in this mm-hmm. ongoing battle. He's handled it fairly well from a playing standpoint i think this is the i think this is the one actually you can't leave until you give everyone the best golf advice you ever gave me which is how many makeable putts do you really think you're supposed to make in a round because the pros make oh from like certain yeah feet and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. no 50 percent on the pga tour is seven and a half feet that's crazy. You probably think seven and a half yeah. feet is like nine out of ten every right, time. Right, right. No, it's uh, <laughs> it's wild. They're not as good as you think you are. They they're not as good as you think they are from that distance. But it's everything else that is so good. They don't chip it to seven and a half feet. Right. They chip it to three feet. Right. Which, which is about ninety five or seven yeah. percent. That's wild. Expectations, Joe. See expectations. The, the killer of joy. Mm. Okay. Well, I mean, look. I say this as somebody who dabbles in golf or i golf you when i have to don't dabble you're 
Look, tangentially I know, related to I dabbling. Know, I know when I won Brad over when I referred to my Ninewood as my <laughs> second shot club. That was my favorite. That's from like 10 years ago, yes, at my, least. And I still have that Ninewood, it. by the way. It's very, very reliable. But I will say this about golf, and I understand your point about like you think about it and you want to get back out there and you, you want to come out of semi-retirement, right? Invariably, when I go out and play, I'll have two or three holes where it all sort of comes together. It comes off the tee and goes right in the middle of the fairway. It doesn't go far, but at least it's the middle of the fairway. I'll I'll get up and down and I'll par where I'm a, it's a bogey and I, I feel good about this. And I think to myself, if I only practiced, you know, if I apply myself, Brad, <laughs> I might actually be pretty decent at this. How close are you to 50, Champions Tour? Uh, think yeah, you can do it? I'm six years away from that. Uh, I don't think I'm there yet, but I know better because if I think like that, I hear from people like you or somebody like Jillio, and then I see this one get super mad when things don't. I've seen, I've been on the golf course with Gold, who's just out here sounding like Donald Duck, going when something doesn't go his way, right? So I'm thinking to myself, why do I want to do that to myself? This seems like. What's the book? A Good Walk Spoiled? Mm -hmm. It's so on the nose because it feels like you've just spent five hours to piss yourself off. Why would I do that to myself? Expectations. Expectations. It definitely is what you make it. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Brad, thanks for hanging out, man. Thank you. Enjoy the game tonight. I'm about 0 and 24 when the Senators are in PNC. <laughs> so uh, but don't I, tell Joe that information. Jackson and I went last year and, we, and the Senators won. So yeah, that's very unusual in the I last know. 15 or so years. Very nice. Very nice. We've got uh, our seventh goalie of the year in net tonight. Oh, so, uh, so uh, you're saying yeah. take the Canes? Uh, yes, get that sports book. All right, let's app do it. Out, Joe. I will. <laughs> <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Masters Week. Are you going to be functional on Thursday and Friday when I'm not here? Um, That's a great question. Why don't you take the Masters days off? I mean, I like the Masters, but it's not It's not the end-all, be-all. Oh, okay. the, the NCAA tournament, those first two days are more interesting to me than mm -hmm. the start of the Masters. Now, will I, will I pay attention? Of course I will. Yeah. Particularly in the morning, particularly in that first day when there are first round leader bets at stake. Of course, of course. Um, These are all things I'm going to have to learn once mobile sports wagering yeah. goes through. For, first round leader bets are kind of like who will be the first touchdown scorer. Okay. They're, they're, the odds are they're really good. Even on the good players, you can get a good payout. Uh, even like Tiger Woods, yes. Because well, I could see no, because uh, even on John Rahm, okay, who, who would be one of the favorites, like you can get a good payout on a first round leader bet. Because think about it on normal PGA Tour, 120 golfers, you know, makes it's sense. Fairly random. Who is actually going to be the first round leader? So Chris Lee had uh, from WREL had that update, and he mentioned Derek Lively announcing that he's going to go to the mm -hmm. NBA. He's going to enter the NBA draft. Not he, a surprise. Not a surprise. Him and him and Derek Whitehead were always kind of viewed as yeah. one-and-done guys at Duke, and 
Uh, the curiosity was going to be about the other players, like Tyrese Proctor, who is going to come back, or Mark Williams, who's going to come back. But what I find interesting, or Mark Mitchell, sorry, the what I find interesting is Filipowski, who hasn't announced anything yet, although I, maybe I can read through the tea leaves through his tweets that maybe he's thinking about coming back because he's really excited about the guys who are coming back, his guys. And what happens with Jeremy Roach? who is viewed as a team leader, but certainly his minutes are going to be eaten into because of the new guys coming in. So those are not givens, all right? And look, I've made this point about somebody like Dontre Styles, where I can think of schools here in the area that could use Dontre Styles. I would say the same thing about Jeremy Roach. And we're going to have an intra-triangle transfer here soon, which also gets to the other thing about college basketball. Yeah, two of just to clarify there two of duke's top 20 recruits that are mm-hmm. coming in are combo guards yes caleb foster jared mccain if, if tyrese proctor is your point guard mm-hmm. then it stands to reason that the two five-star guys coming in yes are gonna get the lion's share of those minutes that doesn't mean there isn't a role for jeremy Rose. No, of course there it's is. probably just not the one that he would be used to as a junior as in, no, he's gonna be. He would be a senior. Was he right? a senior? No, no, I thought he was a junior. I can't keep track anymore. Honestly, yeah, this would be his fourth year. That would be his. Yeah, fourth it's year. two years of eligibility. That's yeah, what it is. Because of the COVID, because the COVID, the COVID. And this actually, that actually, I inadvertently helped myself get into the larger point that I was gonna go to. We don't know what Duke's makeup is gonna be still, because there's still some yeah. some guesses there. Don't we don't know what anybody's makeup's gonna. We be. don't know what North Carolina's <laughs> makeup's gonna be. I got no idea what NC State's gonna look like next season. So why the hell are we doing entirely way too early top 25s for next year? Ah, somebody's got to make the content go around. No, I I get get it. In years past, in years past, I actually understood the the points of entirely way too early top 25s. Like, here are your, your, to get the discussion going about. Yeah, you knew. I used to do this every summer. I used to project starting lines for every ACC team. I can't do that anymore. We can't do that. When are we going to (laughs) know? I won't even know in October. (laughs) These, these, These rosters won't get finalized until, what, June at best? Yeah. At best? So it is It is kind of a foolish errand right now to try to project as to what the ACC is going to look like next year because there's going to be some shuffling. We don't know what the I mean, final you know answer is going to be. you know who the good coaches team. are. I mean, you'll yeah. know that. but yeah. And you know, like, some of the main players that are coming back. But to Dennis's point right there, Roach has two years of eligibility left. Yeah. That's more appealing than to say a Georgetown. You mm-hmm. know, Ed Cooley just took the Georgetown job. Right. Jeremy Roach is a DC kid. I and mean, that's the kind of thing you go, you get him, you bring him in and you build around him because you're in a situation at Georgetown where you are re- you're completely rebuilding a program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mike Greenberg, ESPN, Get Up on TV, Greeny, the radio show you can listen to here on 99.9 The Fan from 10 until noon every weekday. Joining us now on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline, and he's got a new book called Got Your Number. Mike, how are you? I'm great. Thank you guys for having me, and thank you for your interest in this project. It's it's the first time I've ever done anything like this. I've, I've written books before, but I've never written a sports book. And the simple reason is I never had a good enough idea. So I finally did. <laughs> and today is the day. It's true. 
I just never had a, an idea for a sports book that I thought would be interesting enough to me, much less to anyone else to read. And I, I finally had one. And so I'm just thrilled. And some of the response to this has just, it's been even better than I had expected. So it's, it's been a really, really, really great experience. I, I find that you're, you're way too humble, Mike, way too humble. But that's what I love about you. I, I find that kind of hard to believe because on a daily basis, and what I've always enjoyed about your career, uh, whether it was you know on the old Mike and Mike days when we used to carry it, uh, listening to you now from 10 until noon or what happens on Get Up, you're fascinated by these debates. You're fascinated by these numbers. You always have been. You bring Hembo on all the time to kind of like, you know, knowledge bomb everybody with all these fun stats. So I feel like this is right up your alley. It's like the perfect book for you. Okay. Like we're, we've been talking about UConn versus triangles squads, right? There's this debate about blue bloods. And I can just throw the number five at you. UConn's won five national championships in the last 25 years. That is as many national championships as Duke has had as a program. It's one less, one fewer than what North Carolina has done in their entire history of their program. And yet we never want to talk about UConn as a blue blood. That's like a perfect debate starter right there. Five. And the reason for that is because it's been done by different people. So I mean, North Carolina, obviously, when, when you think of Carolina basketball, at least I still think of Dean Smith. But then he handed it over to Roy Williams, and it's Roy who won all those championships in more mm. recent years. Obviously, Huber took him to the final a year ago. But that's still, in this era of basketball, you think of Roy Williams. With Duke, and obviously they had great years, went to a championship game with Mike Jaminski uh, back in the 70s. But you think of Mike Krzyzewski. Um, even in this day and age, when you think of Kansas, you think of Bill Self, despite all of the great history that is there. With Connecticut, they've won these championships with three different coaches. And so it just feels like three completely distinct eras. You had the Calhoun era, and, and he's the one who sort of was the architect and built it all up. Mm-hmm. Then it kind of went away. Then it came back. They won a championship. Then they completely went away. Now they come back under Dan Hurley. So it has not been the usual trajectory um, that we associate with a blue blood. Yes, they've won more titles, but they've also had far bigger downs. Like if you have peaks and valleys, their peaks, I guess, have been higher, but they've had far deeper and longer lasting valleys. And I think part of being a blue blood is being there every year. I know Kentucky's only won one championship in the last 25 years, but I still would absolutely put them in that category because essentially they're really good every single year. And I think in sports that matters as much as anything. Mike Greenberg joining us here on the OG. That's Jovius. I'm Joe Giglio. The name of the book is Got Your Number, the greatest sports legends and their numbers that they own. All right, Mike, uh, I don't know if you want to give away any of these numbers. (laughs) Sure. Because 32 and 33 seem like they would be the two most difficult. Or was there another number that I'm not thinking off of the top of my head that that ultimately being the the hardest one was 21. 21. The hardest number was 20. Let me give let me give you the options. 21 is Tim Duncan. (laughs) Deion Sanders and Roberto Clemente. This is your book. Who owns that number? (laughs) Obviously, we're a little bit young for Roberto Clemente, but the way that baseball has changed and the the floodgates that he basically opened, I would think Roberto Clemente would be the answer. Historically, Clemente would be the answer. I think. So, so baseball's humanitarian award, the equivalent of the Walter Payton Man of the Year award, is called the Roberto Clemente yeah. Award, mm-hmm. and that is who we gave the number to. And that that is for the following reason: I felt like if you're just going to line up their playing careers, Duncan, Dion, and Clemente, I can't really separate them. I can't say one was definitively better than the other two. So I needed something that would break that tie, and that's what broke that tie. Roberto Clemente is one of probably the five most important 
baseball players that ever lived alongside guys like Jackie Robinson and Babe Ruth and, and others who made those kinds of contributions to the sport that are far larger than just what they actually did on the field. And that's what I used to separate that, to break that tie. So to go back to your previous one, 32 and 33 were incredibly difficult. 32 is Magic Johnson and Jim Brown, um, as well as several others. O.J. Simpson was 32. I'm trying to think who else we had in consideration. But it really came down to Magic and Jim Brown. And 33 came down to Larry Bird, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Trying to think who else we had in there at 33. Um, and, And so we had to make the decisions we had to make. So I'll tell you, I'll give a few of these away. Um, and I hope that people will read this and find it interesting because the book is a combination of sports debate, which is to say, these are the decisions I made. You can agree or disagree, and then you can have these arguments amongst your friends or whomever else. And then it is sports history, which is to say, there are 100 choices in here, 100 chapters. Each of them is about two to three pages, so they're easily snackable. You pick it up, you read a couple whenever you feel like it. Mm-hmm. And I promise you, because of the extraordinary work that Hembo did on the research, that at least a hundred times, meaning at least once per chapter, you will come across something and you will say, my God, I did not know that. Um, no matter how well you think you know the athlete. So here's what we decided to do because we had to be creative with numbers. I didn't want to write a book like this and not include Muhammad Ali or Michael Phelps or Serena Williams or Jack Nicholas or Tiger Woods or, or any of these other athletes who didn't have Jersey numbers. So we have numbers attached to the, some of the players and others who are not, who, which are not Jersey numbers. So what we did was, and, and today is a really great day to mention this because we had the championship game last night. I gave 32 to Jim Brown. I gave 33 to Kareem. And I gave 79 to Magic and Larry. Okay. And they met in the national championship yep. game, mm. the game that started March Madness, the game that kicked off the dawning of a new era in basketball. Basketball in the United States was never the same again mm-hmm. after that game, which remains, by the way, the most watched basketball game in history. More people watched that game to this day than any NBA or college game in the United States. So that's how we um, handled that situation. Magic and Larry probably each individually deserve their own number, but I liked the idea of immortalizing them together because the contributions that they made individually as players, as brilliant as they were, were not as significant as the contribution that their rivalry made and what it meant to the sport and means to this day. Mike Greenberg, ESPN, Get Up on TV. Greeny, the radio show you can catch here on 99.9 The Fan, 10 to noon. Alongside Joe Giglio, I'm Joe Ovius. So 99 had to be the easiest. That's easy, right? Right. There are several easy ones. So like 3, 12, 23, 42, 99, 6. Those were easy. I mean, 99 is retired across the NHL. Yeah. Six is retired across the NBA. 42 is retired across Major League Baseball. As great a player as Mariano Rivera was, as great a career as he had. Mm-hmm. And yes, I did find a number for him. 42 can only belong to one person. Um, so, yes, th- those did not require a lot of debate. But that's what I mean when I say even with that, I promise you, there are things that you will find out in this book. Okay. Uh, by reading about each of these individual stars that you did not already know. No, what, was, no, so what was the biggest stretch, though? Like 71, 77? Uh, let me go to like my a list random. Um, oh, 77 is well, a hockey player. Well, you're saying it's not That's, all jersey numbers, though, jersey too. Numbers, so. Right, so. No, but 77 is a jersey number. Yeah. It goes a ways back. It was actually the first jersey number retired 
in um, in multiple different areas. It was retired by two different teams. It was retired by the University of Illinois, and it was retired Ooh. by the Chicago Bears. Red Grange. Uh, and it was it was the number of Red Grange. That is yeah, correct. Okay. And and you know Red Grange. This is what I'm I'm most excited about with this book is that most people listening to this conversation probably don't know anything about Red Grange, but you should. You should. He's one of the, his, his, number, his uniform number 77 was retired yeah. by the University of Illinois after the completion of his final game, and then again by the Chicago Bears in 1949. Grantland Rice, the most famous sports writer of all, all time, said that Grange's number 77 was the most famous number in sports history. I know that's a long time ago, but if you're going to be a great sports fan, you have to know about things that happened a long time ago red grange that is a legendary number in sports if you know the history of sports and that that's what's so important to me in this book there aren't that many athletes who competed that long ago but there aren't none there are a few others in here that played that long ago and i i hope that people will learn a lot from those no zero not a number there is no zero we did not do zero we contemplated and we didn't i sort of i kind of regret that there was something about doing an even hundred that I kind of liked, okay. and and I had to do one hundred. Yeah, um, one hundred is a great number. So let me give you another quick one. You want another quick one? You could have trolled Charles Barkley with zero. <laughs> <laughs> the championship, yeah. uh, he wouldn't have been alone. But yeah, okay. You want? An, how about this one? How about four? Four is Lou Gehrig, it's Bobby Orr, it's Brett Favre. We'll, we'll throw Brett Favre out of there. He was he was the first one out. Yeah, he's he's easily the first one out. Ooh, that I want to say Bobby Orr, and that's what we did go okay. with. And that, yeah. that was one where I went the opposite way from what I just told you about twenty one, which is to say, Gehrig's career, uh, Gehrig's legacy, his 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 overall standing, whatever you want to say, his his legend, in many ways for tragic reasons. Mm-hmm. I think is greater than Bobby Orr's. Yes. 80 years after his death, people still remember Lou Gehrig better than they remember Bobby Orr, who was still alive. Mm-hmm. But Orr's career was just that much better, um, with no disrespect to Gehrig, who's the greatest first baseman that ever lived. But but Bobby Orr is the second greatest hockey player that ever lived. It is Gretzky and then Orr. Yes. It is not Gordie Howe. It is not Mario Lemieux. Yeah. It is not Marc Messier. It's Orr. And he revolutionized the sport mm-hmm. the way he played it from his position. So I felt that, that his play actually vaulted him into that. So I did give four to Bobby Orr. But you, you say Brett Favre though, Mike, and I'm worried about you and Aaron Rodgers. And yeah, the how Jets. you doing? How are you holding up? I'm hanging in there. I mean, I thought yeah. I showed, I don't know if you guys saw what happened this morning on the show with Tannenbaum. I thought I showed remarkable restraint, <laughs> um, you know, because that was the worst idea that anyone has ever had. I mean, look, there have been a thousand terrible ideas espoused on the Get Up Show, yeah. most of them by me. Sure, um, but that's the worst one ever for the Jets to get Brett, uh, excuse me, Aaron Rodgers, and then draft a quarterback with their first round pick at number thirteen. Yeah, um, sure. Do, draft do you a think though, Mike? In the do first you, round with Rodgers? Yeah. Do you think Aaron is for this? I mean, you, you're just highlighting it. Yes, I did catch it, and it's silly given what just played out in in Green Bay with Jordan Love. Do you think that? That Aaron is prepared for New York. Absolutely, I, I don't. I don't think Aaron gives a damn Are, about, uh, about New York. But... I don't know. He's really. He's like extremely. He's going to go on the Pat McAfee show and clown the papers and stuff like that. He's he reads and hears everything. And New York is not for the weak. No, I get that. But I guess what I'm saying is he can find that anywhere. 
Okay. Like, like okay. Rogers is the kind of figure that, I mean, a show like mine, which is a national show all through the season, long before the conversation became about the Jets. Now we're talking about him every single day. Right. The, the opinions are there every single day. Uh, in particular, I think that after the, um, regardless of what anyone's opinion, I'm not going to make a, a political statement, but regardless of what anyone's opinion was about, um, about mandatory vaccines. Oh yeah. Um, I, I, w- I would certainly hope that no one thought it was okay that he was blatantly dishonest, just blatantly misled the the, the public uh, about his st- vaccination status. So, I mean, he's heard it all. And I think that if he plays great, it's going to go really well. Sure. And if he plays badly, it's going to go really badly. And maybe a little worse in New York than it would have in other places, but I, I don't think meaningfully enough. Let's put it this way. I will be really disappointed if what scuttles this experiment is Roger's sensitivity, which he I'm, obviously is. He's sensitive. a very but, sensitive sort. And the I, I, only reason yeah. why I bring this up, and we know you have to go, but, you know, Gilio's from, from New Jersey. You know uh, my former co-host, Adam Gold, another Jets yeah. guy. And I know how Jets fans can be. I know how New York media can be. And as sensitive as he is, he's not going to take well to one of those New York Post photoshops with a headline that completely like just guts him. That's a man who feels it deep. And I don't know if New York's yeah. ready for him. Well, we're going to find out. All right. I mean, look, I think, I think, I think um, if, if history has shown us anything, it's that sometimes that stuff makes him mad yeah. and it helps. Okay. Like, when they when they drafted Jordan Love, he went on a scorched earth tour of the NFL and right. won back to back MVP awards. Right. So you know, I'm hoping that that's the Aaron Rodgers we're going to get. Um, and look, the New York look, the New York market in general, New York City is not for everyone. I, I'm born and raised here, right? And I always say New York is more. When, when people ask me to describe New York, I always say it's more, which means everything you love about big cities, New York has more. Everything you hate about big cities, New York has more. And mm. I think that's true of, of this as well. The one thing I will say is there is – in Green Bay, he was following Brett Favre, mm-hmm. and everyone is following uh, Bart Starr and Vince Lombardi and, and all of that. When he comes to the Jets, we have been waiting a half a century for this guy. <laughs> He's he, the, the flip side of if it goes badly is yeah. if it goes really well, yeah. I, I don't think there is anywhere – that will rejoice in it the way our fans would. Please tell me you've at least gone out to dinner with your wife while this has gone on. Yeah, a time or two. Okay, because I, I mean, know I because I, I saw in, I saw where yeah. you like said I can't because this Aaron Rodgers stuff, and I was like I I really was worried about you. Right at the height of it, like right <laughs> when like the Jets were on the plane and they were flying out there. And, all this stuff was happening, and every time I refreshed Twitter, uh-huh. something else was going on. Uh-huh. Like that was, you just couldn't miss that. <laughs> but you know, it's kind of quieted down okay. now. So yeah, I've, I've taken in a quick meal. Okay, good, good, good. All right, Mike. It was one day. They're right at the height of that. She made me go to a matinee. We went to the theater. <laughs> that sucked. I will tell you that. <laughs> Mike Greenberg, get up. Hey, glad that everything is great with you. Uh, happy for the book to come out. Yeah, uh, love gotcha. the chat number. Love the fact that Hembo is getting a lot of uh, a lot of run for this as well because I know he's integral to this book. He's key to what you guys do on TV and on radio as well. So it's great that he's been out and about. Uh, so uh, congratulations, and we'll talk to you later. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you everybody for the support of 
of this and for all the nice notes I got when I was sick a few weeks ago. Thank you. Mike Greenberg, ESPN. Get up here on the OG on the Easter Automotive Group Hotline. Get Got Your Number is the name of the book. We appreciate his time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.